Let us come together and go before the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus. Lord, I, we just want to thank you, God, for touching our lives, for calling us. We're so far away from you, Lord. And then you had mercy and forgiveness and you showed us kindness and your, your great love, Lord. And then you called us to, to come closer, to mature, to learn of you and apply your word to our lives, God. It changed everything about us, Lord. We're so grateful. We're so thankful, God. We just... I know we can't repay all the wonderful things you've done for us, Lord, but we're praying that you can use us in a way that we can touch somebody else. Some other life comes to know how good God is. And they too then will turn and change their life, God, because you are a God that changes everything. You know how to change souls, God. You know how to change bad conditions to good, God. And we put our faith in you and you, Lord Jesus, for all the wonderful things you do for us. Guide our hearts and minds into your ways. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let's talk about everything changes as we're led by the inspired teaching of the Holy Spirit. See, from the beginning, God created a plan to have a world filled with people he loves and who loves him. A world where everything in God's word was kept and followed. In return, God would lavish prosperity on his people. They would live forever. He would be their God and they would be his people. God did not want a, a people of puppets. He but a people who chose to live and, and walk upright before him. A people the Lord could visit and bestow his wonders and love upon. He gave mankind a choice. Free will to choose. Mankind chose the world of sin over God. From that point on, there was a need for everything to be changed. Because God's plan would never fail. So once again, God will change everything and make everything new. And you, you and I got to be ready for the change. See, God warns us a, a change is coming. His plan for the world will be achieved. We have chosen not to follow the plans of God, but do the things our own way. When we realize the error of our ways and accept our sins and repent and ask the Lord for help, he will show us mercy. There's no one who does not sin. If after suffering we have a change of heart, if we repent of our sins and plead to God and confess our sins, if we turn back to God with all our heart and soul, pray to God, then the Lord will show compassion and forgive us. See, if we don't see the need to change, like King Jeroboam who would not change his evil ways and appointed priests over from all sorts of people, Anyone who wanted to be a priest, he consecrated. That was the sin of Jeroboam. And that is the sin of the world today. It was his downfall and it's going to be our downfall. See, God is, is trying to make a change to us. But the problem is we expect God to change, but, but we must be the one to change. 
God is enthroned forever. He hears and sees the sin of the world and afflict those who do not change. It's a true statement. A, a person who never changes they, their ways never have a fear of God. We must see the, the need to change. God will not change. He remains the same. And though we will wear out like a garment, see, like clothing, either we will be changed or we will be discarded. The Lord remains the same. His years will never end. We must see the need to change so our walk is right and we have a walk of fear of the Lord so we can receive from God. See, we cannot act as if we have been changed in front of others. We really need to change our ways and actions. And show true justice. We cannot trust deceptive words. We must truly change and not oppress other people. Go with me to Jeremiah chapter 7 verses 47. See, external change is, is easy to masquerade. We do it all the time. But internal change, change that comes from the heart, it changes our actions. It changes our deeds. Jeremiah chapter 7 verses 47 says, Do not trust in deceptive words and say this is the temple of the Lord, uh, the temple of the Lord, uh, the temple of the Lord. See, if you really change your ways and your actions and deal with each other justly, if you do not oppress the alien or fathers or the willing, do not shed innocent blood in this place, if you do not follow other gods to your own home, then I will let you live in this place and let I give you forever and ever you will be there. This is See, this is God's plan from the beginning for us. We must see the need to change, not just a little, but complete change when we're like a little child who accepts every word of God. This will ensure we enter in the kingdom of God. See, change come, come from us having a humble heart like a little child, being as, as one who, who then becomes great in the kingdom of God. Because we follow God. God has changed our hearts. We must change. We, we cannot be godless like Esau, who, who for a single meal sold it as his inheritance. We cannot for a single act of sin exchange what Jesus is offering. Esau wanted to inherit the blessings of God, but he was rejected. The Lord could not bring about a change of mind in him, though he sought the blessings of God with tears. We must change so the Lord's seed in the sincerity of our heart and blesses us. We must grow and mature spiritually so we change continually, and it continually occurs in us so we become more like Jesus every day. With the tongue we praise the Lord and the Father, and with it we curse others who are created in the image of God. Out of the same mouth we praise and curse. This cannot be. We must change. We must see the need to change and completely change by the Spirit. See, change and curse by us coming near to God and, and the Lord coming near to us. We change by washing our hands from sin and purifying our hearts so we're not double-minded. We not only see the need to change in us, we see the need to, for the world to change. Thus we grieve and mourn and wail. We recognize the need for the world to change so our laughter is turned to mourning, our joy is turned to gloom. 
Those who preach and teach God's word should always be changing by the work of the Spirit. Growing and sharing their growth with their followers. We must keep ourselves from those who secretly slip in and preach and teach God's word. Who seem to have been changed but, but are godless people. Who, who change the grace of God into a license for, license for immorality and deny Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior. By doing as they please. We need godly wisdom to change, wisdom that, that spots those who are not called by God. See, God is going to change everything, including us. See, wisdom, wisdom is one of those tricky areas in our faith. When you look at it from the worldly perspective, we try to demonstrate wisdom through our knowledge and possessions, the way we carry ourselves and, and the way we speak. Godly wisdom comes from heaven. It is poured into us and it is from God. We demonstrate it through our walk, humility, love, mercy, deeds, forgiveness, and through having a caring heart. See, knowing that everything will be changed by God, we should prepare ourselves and see God's wisdom so we change to be like Jesus. The Lord teaches us if we accept his word, store his commandments within us, to turn our eye to his wisdom, apply our heart to understanding, we call out for insight and cry loud for understanding. If we look for it like searching for silver, like searching for hidden treasure, then we understand the fear of the Lord and, and find the knowledge of God. To change from that which the world has taught us, we need God's wisdom to change. The Lord asks us, who is the wise person who can explain all things? Wisdom from God brightens our understanding. It, it changes the hardness of our appearance. See, once we're taught to be a certain way, change in who we are will take wisdom from the Lord. Help us, Jesus. Go with me to Ecclesiastes verses 8, chapter 1. It says, Who is like the wise man who knows the explanation of all things? Wisdom bright a man's face. It changes the hardness of his appearance. This is why you and I need to constantly see God to change. We must have the wisdom to change, to, to not be the type of person who, who says, I'm innocent and, and God is not angry with me. And then the Lord says, I'll pass judgment on these people because they say that they have not sinned. We must be willing to change our ways, to align ourselves up with the Lord. Without the wisdom to change, we'll fulfill scripture that speaks of those who oppress God's saints, who try to change six times in the, in the law of the Lord. Those who speak against the Most High, but, but this is a, the, the, can only last for a little while, the Lord says. It's for a time and time and a half that he's going to allow this behavior. So we need to change now. See, the Lord is going to step in and completely change everything. We must change. The Lord does not change. We must have the wisdom to change and not continue down the road that turns us away from the decrees of God. We must have godly wisdom to return to the Lord, to seek the Lord so he will instruct us in the ways we must change so we're pleasing to him. We need godly wisdom to change. Worldly wisdom is foolishness in God's sight. We must desire to change so the Lord does not catch us in our craftiness. 
We must understand that worldly wisdom is futile. We must have godly wisdom to change it. Not boast about the few external changes that we made as if we've been changed. We must seek wisdom from God. So we will change and boast about the things of God. Wisdom to change so our, our conscience testifies of our conduct in the world, our relationship with others, our, our holiness and sincerity that comes from God. Not walking according to the wisdom of the world, but by God's grace. We need the wisdom to change so we don't handle, don't taste, don't touch. Things that are destined to perish with use. Things that are based on human rules and teachings. These things have an appearance of wisdom with self-imposed worship and false humility in the treatment of the body. Yet these things lack the value of restraining sensual indulgence in us. We need godly wisdom to change. God wants to see change in us. He provides help for our soul. If we lack wisdom, we can ask God and he will give us generously without finding any fault. We have to make sure we ask. And we do it in a way that we believe and do not doubt because the person who dies is like a wave on the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. The Lord says, who is a wise person? Let them show it by the good life they lead, by the deeds done in humility that comes from godly wisdom. See, but if we harbor bitter envy and selfish ambitions in our heart, do not boast about it or deny the truth, but recognize that there's a need to change before it's too late. We need to change so there's godly wisdom in us and wisdom that comes from heaven, which is first pure, then peace-loving, submissive, full of mercy, fruitful, impartial, and sincere. We need all these qualities in us so we know we have confidence on the day of the Lord. But because we have chosen to do what not please God, the Lord decided to change everything, to make all things new. God changes times and seasons. He sets up kings and disposes of him. See, God is the one who gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to discern it. God's plan will be accomplished. God is not human like us. He does not lie. He does not change his mind. When God speaks, he acts with what God promises, he fulfills. Those who God decides to bless will be blessed. What God's plan will come about. The plan will not change. You and I need to latch on to the truth of what God's doing. Go with me to Numbers chapter 23 verses 19 to 20. What God has planned will come to be. Even if that means that God has to change everything to accomplish it. Numbers chapter 23, verses 19 to 20 says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should change his mind. Does he speak and did not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? I have received a commandment to bless. He is blessed. I cannot change it. See, nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. When I cannot think the things we do and say will escape the sight of God. We must repent and give our lives over to the Lord. Seek the salvation of God while there's still time. The plans of, the God, of God will not fail. Everything the Lord speaks will come to pass. Since God is planning to change everything, 
We must throw off everything that hinders us, the sin that easily entangles us, and run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Then we must fix our eyes on Jesus, who endured the cross for us and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let's prepare our minds and body and soul for the change God is planning so we escape what is coming up on the world. We'll not be able to give the Lord excuses for not preparing for what is to come. Christ Jesus gave us everything we need for life. Godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by the, his glory and goodness. The Lord has given us great and precious promise so through them we can participate in divine nature and escape the corruption of the world caused by evil desires. God told us, he made it plain to us, he's going to change everything. Make a new heaven and a new earth. We cannot stand here today and say that where is this coming that was promised? We, we cannot forget that long ago God's word came from heaven, existed, and the world was formed out of water and by water. God will do what God said he's going to do. Must be ready for the change God is planning. The day will come like a thief in the night. The heavens will be, disappear. The elements will be destroyed by fire. The earth will be laid bare. Everything will be destroyed. Therefore, what kind of people should we be? How should we live now? Should we not live holy and godly lives as we look forward to the day of God? Everything is going to change. Everything's going to be made new. So don't be holding on to worthless things. Be able to share things that God pours in your life. I tell you, God is telling us, he's making it plain, he's, he's teaching us, we got to be able to hear what God is saying in his word, son, and spirit. See, he said, he's going to change everything. See, because God created a world without sin and he gave it to mankind so we could, he could raise up a, and grow up a people in his likeness. He gave us everything we needed. See, but we're slowly destroying God's creation. We slowly have taken what God has given us and slowly changing it, and we're making it a mess of it. We're making it about sin and immorality and fear and greed and adultery and hate and sexuality and pleasure and selfishness and falsehood and lies. See, this is what we're making. This is the mess we're making of what God has given us. But mankind cannot destroy God's plan. See, the Father through Christ is, is going to change everything. He's going to make all things new. It's going to be without sin. It's going to be a world that God created, even from the beginning. He's going to restore everything. The Lord is going to create a new heaven and a new earth. We need to change how we see what is coming. And so we'll be able to take part in it. God has changed us so we can be allowed to stand and be with the Lord. We must allow everything about us to change. So God makes all things new through Christ. That we are part of what God has done. Christ has reigned and governed what is to come. If we want to see God's glory, we want to see the face of Christ Jesus, be able to stand in his presence when everything is changed and made new, then we need to change now. A change is coming. Everything in the world, the craving of a sinful person, the lust of a person's eyes, the boasting of what they have and do, which does not come from God, is going to be laid bare. The world and its desires are going to pass away, but the person who's done the will of God would live forever. 
The Lord says, write it down. These words are trustworthy and true. Who sits at the throne is going to stand up and change everything and make it all new. We must trust in God. See, we who, who trust in the Lord, who deny this world, is going to get a new body. The Lord is going to make a, a new heaven and a new earth. Everything is going to change. Nothing you see today will be the same. You, you and I got to put our faith in what God is doing and not what we see with our eyes. Glory to God. God plans to have a people and a world for himself, even if that means he has to change everything. Praise the Lord. Christ has come to give us sight and to lighten our hearts into what is to come. Thank you, Jesus. This world is not our home. We must prepare our souls for a new world with God. The Lord is going to change everything. Nothing remain the same. We must fix our eyes on Jesus and not on the things of this world. We cannot be impatient with what is the change that is coming that God has planned, but to use this time to draw closer to the Lord. Allow the Spirit to have His way with us so we're changed into the soul the Lord wants us to be. So we're changed into the soul that's standing before Him. It does not mean we have nothing. It does mean nothing in this world, material possessions, the world of riches has much value. We're willing to share it. We keep our eyes on the hope of spending eternity with God. Everything is going to change. We must work and hold on to things that, that will last forever. The glory of God, the love of God, the love of one another, the peace of God, the promises of God, eternal life with God, all these things will never fade away. Everything else, God is going to change and lay bare. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. Allow the Spirit to change us so we're ready for, for, for what God is going to do. We're ready when, when God tell Christ to stand up and, and, and make all things new. You and I have been, been, been purified. We're, we've been set apart. See, we allow the change to happen in us. And God has had his way with our lives. See, and we ought to keep our eyes on Jesus. So God can change us now. So when Christ changes everything, we're counted in that number. May God bless you and guide you today. And enlighten your heart to change and do the will of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.